Hey there, friend. Listen, I want to invite you to join me for an upcoming presentation I'm offering called How to Shift from Willpower to Want Power. If you're tired of feeling like you have the best of intentions with food and weight, only to have it all fall by the wayside by the time your head hits the pillow at night, then this is for you. If you're interested in making permanent weight loss easier and less of a struggle, then this is for you. If you're curious what want power is, which you probably should be, and can't wait to learn how to incorporate it into your journey toward peace and freedom around food, then this is for you. I'll be presenting live twice on Wednesday, May 1st, 2024, at both noon and 7.30 p.m. Central Time Zone. I'll answer your questions live and we'll have a really good time together. But if you can't make either of those days, I'm not going to make you get a replay emailed into your inbox only for it to get lost and never be watched no matter how deeply you want to make time to go through it. Because I mean, honestly, who are we kidding? (laughs) We've all done this, including me. No, instead, we are offering multiple watch parties for several days after the live presentation. So come watch the replay with other doctors and interact in the chat with them and my team. So either way, whether you come live or to a watch party, it will be worth your time for sure. All you have to do is register at katrinaubellmd.com forward slash want power. That's katrinaubellmd.com forward slash w-a-n-t-p-o-w-e-r. See you there. You are listening to the Weight Loss for Busy Physicians podcast with Katrina Ubell, MD, episode number 136. Welcome to Weight Loss for Busy Physicians, the podcast where busy doctors like you get the practical solutions and support you need to permanently lose the weight so you can feel better and have the life you want. If you're looking to overcome your stress eating and exhaustion and move into freedom around food, you're in the right place. Well, hello there, my friend. How's it going? Welcome back to the podcast. I am coming to you from a hotel room in Las Vegas. (laughs) I told you last time that I had such terrible laryngitis and my voice wasn't good and I just could not get my episodes recorded. So I brought my microphone with me and I'm just hunkered down here in the MGM Grand. (laughs) I'm here for a conference and we're on a little bit of a break. And so I thought it would be a good idea for me to go ahead and get this done before all the party people are coming back to the rooms and making a lot of noise. Although I do have to tell you that it's kind of a squeaky loud hotel room. There's all kinds of noises (laughs) that are happening. So you may hear them, you may not. But you know what? It's more important that I get this done for you. And so for those of you who are living in Vegas. It's interesting here. I have not been here since I was a kid. There used to be a casino. I think it was called Circus Circus. I don't think it still exists, but they had a whole bunch of kid games and stuff. And I think my family were like driving through here on the way from somewhere to somewhere. I don't know. Stopped for the night and I remember it being fun, but I am not a gambler. Gambling really does basically absolutely nothing for me. If anything, like I don't really have a lot of scarcity issues around money, but there's nothing like gambling to bring what little I do have (laughs) right up for me. I mean, if we're talking like charity event where it's all for fun and it's basically like play money, I'm all in. I think it's super fun. But when we're talking like real cash money, 
no thanks. <laughs> it's just, it's not my thing at all. And someone that I know who's here, he was telling me that what he likes to do in casinos is he goes to the high ticket slots. So he goes to the slot machines where you bet like the minimum bet, or I, I don't know, I, I don't even gamble. So I, I guess it's just whatever the bet is for that machine is $100. So every time you pull the lever, it's $100. And he said he's done this, he's experimented in different casinos. He's done this five times and four out of the five times, he does one pull and he gets, he wins $500. And then he cashes out. And he said the time that it wasn't immediate, it was the third pull. So he spent $300 to make $500. And we were just talking about how funny it is because obviously the house always wins, how they take advantage of the dopamine hit to the brain when you are basically making $400 on your $100. They're assuming that if they let you win right away, then you're going to keep going. Right. So anyway, that is not what I'm interested in. It's totally smoky in there. I'm still getting over my cough. It, the air quality is awful. It's just such an interesting, interesting environment. But the conference is good. And that's the point, And that's why I'm here. Okay, so I know that many of you have taken what I've offered you for free here on this podcast and started applying it to your life. You email me all the time about how much weight you've lost and how doing this work is changing everything for you. And honestly, that just makes my heart sing. I'm so, 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 so happy for you because here's the deal. All the information in the world isn't going to do anything for you if you don't actually take action and apply it to your life. So I'm so, so happy that you've done that. What I then hear from many of you is that all you wanted really when you started on this weight loss journey was to get into the normal BMI range. And now you've achieved that and you just could not be happier. You feel great. Everything is going along swimmingly, but you're kind of wondering if this weight you're at right now might be allowed to be good enough. Like, do you really need to go after reaching that weight that puts you in the mid-normal BMI range like I recommend? Like, isn't that kind of excessive? <laughs> like, everyone's already telling you how great you look and that you don't need to lose any more weight. But then the question comes up, is stopping it good enough kind of like quitting on yourself? Right. So I get that question a lot. Like, I'm just not sure at this point what to do. And this is such a great question because you know, of course I have thoughts on this. I'm going to share them with you today. But I want to make sure that you know that even if you are very far away from your, even just your normal BMI range, that this is going to apply to you as well. Okay. I want to make sure that you still listen closely, right? You might be thinking, oh, this is for people who don't have 50, 75, hundred plus pounds to lose, but it absolutely applies to you. So make sure you're listening. Here's what I want to make sure you know and really understand. So I want to be clear on this. I don't care at all how much you weigh, okay? I don't care what size your clothes are. It honestly means nothing to me. It's not like something amazing happens once you reach a size two or four or six or eight or whatever that magic number is for you, like you've suddenly hit the jackpot on life, okay? <laughs> all that happens is that you have the same brain, but housed in a smaller body, Okay, so weight loss isn't about your size. It's about how you approach your life. As you work to improve your approach to your whole life, the weight comes off. And then you settle out at a certain size that makes sense for your body. When you've changed that whole approach to your life and lost the weight, your weight loss is permanent. 
okay? You don't want to go back to your old ways. Going back and gaining all the weight back is like being offered the choice between peace and freedom and pain and misery and choosing pain and misery. It just doesn't make sense. And what I've noticed with many of my weight loss clients is that they can get to that good enough weight and stay there pretty well while not following their plan 100%. They're not regularly doing the thought work that they know helps them so much. They are still cheating a little bit here and there, and they feel like they're getting away with it, right? They know they aren't fully in integrity with themselves. But then the question comes up, should they really care if they're at their good enough weight? And by good enough, you know, there's air quotes on that. You know, it's good enough. And my argument is that, yes, you should care. It's the same reason why you should care about losing the last five to 10 pounds. Many people will say to me that it doesn't make sense to join my weight loss program if you only have five pounds to lose. And I completely disagree. The number of pounds that you want to exit your body isn't what's relevant. What's relevant is wanting to create freedom around food and leveraging your magnificent, brilliant brain to create the relationships and life experiences that you want. As you create that, the weight will come off no matter how much it is. So I want you to hear me on that, okay? Most definitely, the last pounds are where the most growth happens. It's where the real breakthroughs are required for you. It's too easy to skip this part earlier in the process and still see results on the scale. But as you're working to lose those final pounds... That is when the rubber meets the road. That's when you have to buckle down to face all the issues that you've pretty easily been able to avoid. There's no way around it. This is the real work that's waiting for you. And I see this with my clients where they say, you know, I lost all the weight or most of the weight, but there's still this huge thing in my life that I've just been kind of hoping would solve itself and get better. And it turns out it's not. It's still there. It's still lingering. It's still looming large. I think I might actually have to dive in and do this. And then that's exactly what we work on. Now, many people tell me that they don't like having that mid-normal BMI range number to focus on. They worry that it's too thin for them. They worry that they'll look skeletal. They'll worry that people think they have cancer. (laughs) And what I tell them is to just do the work to get there. And then if you don't like how you look, then just gain some of the weight back on purpose. But you'll still have done the work required to get you to where you mentally need to be to keep the weight off long-term, okay? It's not about the number, it's about the work required. When clients ask me if they can stop a few pounds shy of their mid-range BMI number because they really don't want to lose more weight, what I do is I ask them if they are still buffering with food. Are they still using food to neutralize their emotions? And almost always the answer is yes. And it might not be much. It might really just be tiny little bits here and there, but it's still using food to feel better instead of for fuel or for pre-planned pleasure. So stopping at this point to me is like stopping your antibiotics for pneumonia at seven days in when you feel better instead of finishing the 10 days. Will you be fine? Maybe, maybe even probably. But is there a greater chance that the pneumonia will come back now possibly resistant to the antibiotic that you took, if you stop at day seven instead of day 10? Absolutely. And this is why we want to clean up 
all the food and alcohol buffering. I want you to prove to yourself that you are capable of not only doing it, but living that way forever. I want you to experience the freedom and the peace that it creates. I want you to see how the rest of your life opens up to meet you because you've done that work. You're denying yourself that experience when you stop at that quote unquote good enough place. You're taking the easy way out. You're taking the shortcut and then deciding that it won't make a difference in the long run. Well, looking at the success rates of most weight loss diets, it actually makes a huge difference in the long run. Weight loss success rates are at about 0.5 to 1% of people who are able to keep the weight they lost off for a few years. That's just a few years. So what's different? What happens for them? Well, that little bit of leftover buffering goes unchecked, right? This is for the rest, the 99% who gain it back. So they're buffering just a little bit here and there. They're still using food to feel better a little bit here and there. And then it just grows and it grows and it grows. It's like a cancer. Sometimes it grows slowly, sometimes more quickly. And over time, they go back to their old ways. They gain all the way back and usually some more. And then they tell themselves that that diet didn't work for them. And that's not what happened. What didn't work for them was stopping at good enough. They did not do the mental work required. So what I suggest for anyone who feels like they're at their good enough spot and aren't sure if they should stop or try to keep going is to focus on the buffering rather than the weight they end up at. Because so many of us are in such a rush to get to that goal weight I find many clients wanting to start doing some diet mentality crazy stuff to get those last few pounds off. I'm sure you've done this too, right? They want to do some extra long fasts. They want to try going keto for a bit. They want to intentionally eat less food for a little bit. They want to ramp up the exercise until the weight comes off. This is all diet mentality and it's the absolutely wrong way to approach it. Because again, you aren't willing to continue to do the things that are required to get you to that goal weight, right? You don't want to do extra long fasts forever. You don't want to eat less food and trash your metabolism forever. You don't want to be over-exercising forever. You don't necessarily want to eat keto forever, right? And what happens for these clients is that once they get to goal, they can stay there for a short time. Usually it's like a hot second, sometimes a little longer, but They're still buffering a little bit, right? Because they never took care of the buffering. And then of course, those last pounds that they fought so hard with their diet mentality actions to get off, they come right back again. It's the rush that creates the whole problem. It's being in a rush to cross, lose weight off the to-do list and move on. It's believing that there is better than here. It's believing that once you get to that goal weight, you'll finally think of your body and yourself as acceptable. Instead, all of that has to come first. You have to be willing to work on losing the weight for as long as it takes to get this work done. It's finally understanding and believing deep down in your bones that there is not better than here. And when that's the case, you don't have to rush to get somewhere better. It's doing the work to believe that you and your body are acceptable right now, but also 10 pounds heavier, 50 pounds heavier, 100 pounds heavier, and 10 pounds lighter as well. Your value 
And your acceptability has nothing to do with the body fat on your body. When you build that kind of relationship with yourself, you don't need to buffer away your emotions with extra food and alcohol. You love yourself so much that you would rather stay with yourself in those emotions and process them rather than postponing them for a later time by buffering them in the moment with food and alcohol. You don't want to hurt yourself and have to deal with the pain of overeating and an overweight body in the long run. So as you can see, the mid-normal range BMI number is just a suggestion. It's a region that you're aiming for, not an X that marks the spot of eternal bliss. Then once you get into that region, you can figure out the best weight for your body by cleaning up all the eating that isn't on plan. Focus on how to stop buffering with food and alcohol instead of how you can get those final pounds off quickly. When you stop buffering, the final pounds take care of themselves. So really think about this, especially if you think you're at goal or you're kind of at that good enough place. Really, really spend some time thinking about this and how this applies to your life. Have a wonderful week and I will talk to you very soon. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Did you know that you can find a lot more help from me on my website? Go to katrinaubelmd.com and click on free resources.